Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. For all the high schoolers, welcome to Life Teen Kickoff. It begins tonight, and uh, we had something like over 100 people, 100 teens, say they're going to be here tonight. So uh, I'm really excited to be with all of you. Father John and I plan to be there most of the night, if not the whole night, just to spend time with all of you and play some games and get to know each other a little bit. And since it's been a while for some of us, it might be good to be reminded of some of the basics of what we believe about God. Okay? So God is our Father, and He's kind and merciful. Right? He's not simply the cause of the Big Bang. He's not the unmoved mover of the philosopher Aristotle. He's not the divine idea according to other medieval people. He's our father. In fact, actually, Abba means dad. And so the creator of the stars is dad, and he's kind and merciful. And he sends Jesus and the Holy Spirit into this world, this exact world, and into our lives and our hearts because he's trying to draw you and me into relationship. Because the Father has only one dream, that you and I would be like him. He wants to share his own life with you and me. And as we begin to respond and participate as he draws us into relationship, you and I become more like God. And something surprising happens. We become happy. And we become happy because you and I are imago dei, which is Latin for the image of God. And so the more like God we are, the happier we are because we become who we're created to be. But this isn't the whole story. Like if I sat down over some ice cream with you or coffee, you could tell me how there's been times in your life where you've been really hurt by people. People have let you down, have offended you, and maybe at times you even felt like God abandoned you when you think he should have been there the most powerfully. And if you were really vulnerable with me and I was going to be really vulnerable with you, we'd also share times where we hurt other people, where we let them down. In essence, we're all sinners. This is why the opening line of the first reading that Pat read for us is so powerful. It says, Wrath and anger are terrible things, and yet the sinner clutches to them. Wrath and anger are terrible things, yet the sinner holds them tight. And we might say, why? If there's such hateful, terrible things, why would someone hold on to them? Because if you've been hurt, you've been vulnerable. You can't be hurt if you're not vulnerable. And if you've been hurt when you've been vulnerable, what you really, really want is to feel strong, to feel protected and safe again. And so we welcome anger and wrath and resentment and unforgiveness into our hearts 
and we clutch them because they promise that they're going to make us feel safe and strong so we don't have to get hurt again. And it kind of makes sense, right? There's a certain logic there. If the option is be vulnerable and get hurt all the time or feel safe and strong, number two seems like a pretty smart option. Except there's this guy named Jesus who is a little annoying to that way of thinking because he doesn't let us off the hook. One of the things Jesus shows us is that as you're allowing anger, hate, violence, resentment, all of that, that wrath into your heart, it's like you're letting these guests into your living room. Jesus points out there's getting to be less and less room for things like peace, confidence, a future full of hope, joy. And he says, as you begin to crowd these out, you're also being lonely, isolated, sad. It's not neutral. And so he says, I want to show you how to move from a crowded living room to the Father's lap. And it's the way of forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is really, really hard. It's also really, really beautiful and very, very powerful. And so, how do we forgive? Well, I want to say the number one problem I see within the church about forgiveness, not to mention school, cities of Brecksville, Broadview Heights, the whole city of Cleveland, the diocese, the whole state, the whole world, they've got their own issues. But even within the church, we have a real issue with forgiveness. And it's this. We try to offer it way too quickly. Right? When you're three years old and your sibling steals your toy and you beat them up and your mom's like, say you're sorry. Like, sorry. Okay, good. Now we can have a peaceful dinner. Okay, that makes sense when you're three years old because it was a toy. But when you get older and, you know, your friends post something on you about you on social media or like the girl you really like is noticing one of your friends more right? or spouses become critical or dads feel absent or moms feel nitpicky. These are deeper kinds of pain than Fluffy got taken by Johnny. And so we rush to forgiveness so quickly and we bypass the process that Jesus is working in us. And so I just want to walk us through three simple things. The first one, the first move is to recognize when it comes to pain, do you minimize or exaggerate? Because without the Lord, we tend to cope on our own and we fall to one extreme or the other. We minimize. I'm fine. It's no big deal. I didn't care that much anyways. Really? Because I bet if I could hear your heart, you're feeling really little and you're feeling crying out. Or you exaggerate. This is the worst thing ever and because it was so bad, I get to talk about them now. I get to badmouth them. I get to hold on to resentment. I get to do whatever I want because they were bad. Okay, that's going to lead to a lot of destruction. But the first move is to notice, what are we doing? The second move is to invite Jesus into the pain, not simply into the, I want to be angry at them, but the hurt. To let him know all about, how did this hurt you? 
Why did this hurt you? What were you hoping for that didn't work out? To give God permission to be with you in the living room where normally there's anger and wrath and resentment. And the third move is to stand at the foot of the cross with the person who hurt you and recognize that the love of Christ that's manifested through his bleeding out for you is also being shed for the same person who hurt you. And they may not even be paying attention. They may be rebelling. They may not even believe in him. But just quietly, persistently, his love is poured out for both of you. And so you begin to look into his eyes and you realize this person cannot be reduced to the one stupid act they did towards me. There's more to their story because Jesus loves them and there's more to my story because he's loving me. And so this week, and maybe tonight, I'm just going to invite you, teens, if you come to the Life Night, we're going to have a few moments towards the end of some like beautiful prayer time with the Blessed Sacrament. Just if I ruin the surprise, Aaron, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> and it's going to be a great time for you to just begin the process. But if you can't come tonight, or your parent, or whatever, I just want to invite you to take some alone time this week, and would you let the Father look at your pain? He is kind and merciful. He's not quick to fix. He's quick to abide, to be with you right where you were hurt. So that as you begin to remember that and you experience his love, you'll never be able to remember that moment without remembering God's love at the same time. And that's where healing comes from. This is the whole Christian life. And men and women who have entered into it have transformed cultures societies because they're not bogged down in the logic of the world they are literally sharing God's own life and love and people who are created in his image and likeness say I want to know how you can be so peaceful how you can be so alive and you get to say come and see we hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish you can find other homilies talks and interviews at our website basilthegreat.org or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.